everyone. This is Kimberly with a few notes about this episode. This is unspeakable. Sandra Melgar's case, which is a case that is very important to us. We very strongly believe in Sandra's innocence. And we did from the first time that we heard Dateline's episode in 2008. But we still had a few questions. Luckily, Sandra's daughter, Liz, was nice enough to reach out to us and ask to come on the show, and she answered a ton of our questions. You can listen to that episode also from 2008. It is episode 61, I believe, and she answered a ton of those questions. Then Bob Ruff addressed Sandra's case all throughout season six of his show, Truth and Justice, which is a podcast that goes into extreme detail on cases. He goes into autopsy, police reports, police failures, the dogged prosecutor. He had the prosecutor on the show. He goes into everything. It's a very lengthy season. And after thousands of hours of research, he has also determined that he believes Sandra is innocent. She is still in prison in Texas, but there have been slow, slow progress being made. Kathleen Zellner is representing her, and she's a famed attorney that got Ryan Ferguson out of prison. Also, recently, the Texas Innocence Project has decided to take on the case as of December of 2022. The family is still offering a $100,000 reward for information. There's a free Sandra Melgar Facebook page and a free Sandra Melgar Instagram account that you can follow to get more information. And if you're interested in writing to Sandra in prison, which is something we really, really encourage our listeners to do, It brightens her day so much. She has a lot of health issues in prison, and we want to raise her spirits as much as possible. We have instructions on how to do that on our website, A Date with Dateline, under the support tab. Uh, We thank all of you for listening, and uh, stay safe. We appreciate you. Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is called Unspeakable. So that's it for the episode. I'm, <laughs> that's I'm not great. A, Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> hope you had fun. I hope it was worth waiting for. Oh, everyone, I apologize straight up front. I I have been doing a job this we week. We have to that, eat, people. Yeah, it's been, but it's been, unfortunately, really, really long hours. And every time I think I'm okay to record, I'm falling asleep which would might make for a funny episode but no. i last night I really you weren't even making so. sense no i can't i you sounded like a dead person i know that people use the expression when you hit a wall yeah. but my wall that i hit is like narcolepsy no it is it's like i'm awake and then i am not you've watched tv with you've watched datelines with me when mm-hmm. i'm like i hit the wall we're and literally I try really, discussing the episode and, and then she's asleep. asleep in yeah. the middle of a conversation I think I need to get tested for narcolepsy. You might. Write that's... it down. Make, make a little note. Jot it down. I'm, make, I'm making a note. Okay. okay. Narcolepsy test. And the sad thing is, is I almost wrote necromancy. And necromancy <laughs> a different thing. is very different than That is a different thing. That's a different episode. That's never it happened is. on Dateline, I don't think. They, that's too dark for Dateline. I've yeah, heard no, about that's... it on other podcasts, true crime podcasts, for sure. Well, that, that's SVU. We can't, yeah. That's, oh, I don't even know if SVU has done that. Yeah, have people they? with dead bodies? Yeah, for have sure. They? Oh, yeah. You know, there might be a lot of new people listening who heard about us from another podcast this week, and they're wondering, are they ever going to talk about Dateline? And that this is the point when we would insert a funny little da 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 back <laughs> to the real show. So... 
So this episode is called Unspeakable. It aired on January 19th, 2018, season 26, episode 13, hosted by Dennis is Enough Murphy. He did a good job. He did a good job. Yes. This episode takes place in Houston, Texas, which means you can mark off on your bingo cards, Arizona, Texas, Florida, right away. I love when you can mark something off before the episode even starts. Yeah, it's great. It's like an extra free space. Yeah. So this episode is about a married couple named Sandra and Jamie with a grown daughter who we hear from throughout the episode. She's very cute. There's lots of pictures of the three of them on their family vacations. The dad, Jamie, makes these lame jokes, these dad jokes. And here's what I don't get. His name is Jamie. Yep. They call them Jim jokes. Is oh, yeah. Jim a shortening for Jamie? I've never heard that before. I was really surprised. I'm so confused already. Jim is short for James? Richard? James. Oh, what, where am I getting what, Richard? Did you just say Richard? Okay, did I will tell you. Did you just say Richard? The, I said Richard. Jim because I is was... short. I cannot right now. Here's the here's the deal. I'm going to say I knew growing up we had friends and one of the friends of my dad, his name was Jim Dick. And so <laughs> I got, I knew that Dick was a nickname for Richard. Yes, that's true. And so then in my head I equated the two. But the first thing I thought of was Jimothy, which is definitely <laughs> not a I'm Jim, disappointed Jim, in myself. James, James, that doesn't feel right. J- can I, Jimothy, Jim, can I call you Jimothy? What's that from? The office. It's Michael it Scott is. talking to Jim. And he's like, Jimothy, <laughs> J- may I call you Jimothy? Sure. Okay, so they call him Jim jokes and we, we don't get why. And I need an explanation. If Jim is perhaps short for Jamie in some towns, maybe it's a Texas thing. Maybe it's a... Jim, J-I-M. Maybe it's just in that family. That's like a thing they do. We're sure it's not G-Y-M. We're not thinking about this all wrong, right? And On it's like my gym jokes, subtitles, like it's, yeah. it's Jim, J-I-M. Well, that's just frustrating. Why don't they just call him Jamie Jokes? Yeah, exactly. Or Dad Jokes, like everyone else on the planet. Is it because they're Jehovah's Witnesses, which they are? Does Jehovah's Witness give you, when you join the church, do they rename you? Is it part of the oh, process? Oh, like I have it's, a Hebrew name and a regular name. I know you do. What's your Hebrew name? Tova Yosefa. Is it really? Yes, it is. Tova means good. Uh-huh. Yosefa is the feminine form of Joseph. I'm never calling you by any other name. Tova Yosefa. Yeah. Okay. Keep going, So Tova. this is now a date with Dateline with Katie and Tova Yosefa. Can I call you Tova Laron? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I've never had one of those. A Tova Yeah. Is it caramel? Mm. I don't really like no, caramel. Oh, it's not caramel. Is it nougat? Sometimes, it, but the nougat's like not, it's not like a Snickers where the nougat's in the bottom. The nougat's kind of interspersed without the Toblerone. And then there's little almond bits. So there's little oh, no. bits through. No, 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 it's good. So it's like chewy chocolate. Mm, no, I don't and, like that. And it's not bits. all Toblerones are like that. They have many different kinds. They have a white chocolate. Oh, I had no idea. Is the box white? Yeah, it looks like little mountains, like little Swiss Alps. It's not the same box, color box. It's white chocolate. You've never seen the to- the different Toblerones? No, never. I've only okay. seen Toblerones at airports. And they have one thing, a yellow goldish. No, that's nonsense. Okay, keep going. Press on. You I'm- thought that Richard was long for Jim. Yeah, but I have um, been up since 4.30. There's stuff going on. <laughs> I, uh, Jimothy is okay. We you all have not- stuff, Katie. And okay, it's affecting my Toblerone knowledge. 
So this episode, the daughter, Liz. Yeah, her name is Liz, but with two Z's. And so in my notes, I kept auto-correcting to Fizz. So I may call her Fizz at times, unintentionally. So the daughter leaves the church and gets married to a druggie who she divorces. Then she remarries and moved overseas. And why are they telling us this? We'll get to that. It wasn't just out of nowhere like they sometimes do. Why don't we also get to know where she moved? Why is it, why is it, it all a big secret? It was just overseas. Yeah, that's annoying. Overseas. You weren't annoyed by that? Well, I was picturing England, but it could have been really anywhere. It could have been like Madagascar. I feel like there's a big difference in places to move overseas. Did she move to Tokyo or did she move to Dublin? We never got to meet her husband, although we saw him in court, I think. We don't even get to know what she did for a living. We get to know nothing about no, Liz. No, and then she has children. She has children yeah. by the end, but we don't get to know when she had them at this point. And I had many questions because there was an Xbox at the house, the whole thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, so did so I. So okay. mom, Sandra, had lupus and seizures. So she had, as Dennis so nicely said, a constellation of health issues. That, come on. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that about myself. Instead of just saying I'm falling apart, just go, I have a constellation of I thought of issues. you instantly when he said it, if it <laughs> makes you feel any better. I was like, oh, I know someone like that. I do a podcast with her. That's interesting, Dennis. So the, so the mom has seizures and lupus. The dad was super healthy and had become a vegetarian and was working out a lot. It was the day after their 32nd anniversary, which am I the only one? But I don't think I am because someone else on Twitter said it. Every time I hear 30 second, I think it's 30 seconds. No, it's... I'm, I'm sure you're not alone. I don't think that way, but Every that's time. why we can't we can't both think that way because then no. that this would just not work. We can't apparently both know what Toblerone is. Okay. What just one of us. It would be too much knowledge combined. So the next day after their 32nd anniversary, their family members go over to their house and they're knocking on the door, but no one's answering. So they kind of sneak into the house and they hear mumbling and cries for help. And they go to the closet upstairs in the bedroom and the door to the closet is barricaded with a chair from the outside remember that folks and inside they find sandra the mom tied up but alive now where is jamie where's the dad where's jim the answer was unspeakable that is what dennis murphy says and it is so unspeakable that he just has to go to a commercial for oikos yogurt so i felt better after the commercial break like now now we can speak about it so the bedroom is ran ransacked i always think it's ransacked but it's ransacked it's ransacked jamie the dad is also tied up he's naked and he is did you catch that they just threw that in there I did catch it, and I actually, I'm circling it now in my notes because I remember how weird I thought that was, and we'll get back, we'll get to it. Yeah, Yeah. he's naked. He is near his safe that's in another closet. I think they have two closets. He is unfortunately deceased with more than a dozen stab wounds. I think they find out later, how many was it? 30-something? 31? Yeah. It might have been 32 for the 32 years they were married. Oh my God, what was it? We got to go figure that out. I'll, I'll figure that out, yeah. 
So Sandra doesn't appear to be that injured, but she's disoriented. She used to be a nurse, so I guess she runs over to Jamie slash Jim and is trying to revive him, but he's dead. She doesn't seem to know what happened, how she became tied up. She doesn't seem to know what day it is. She says that this is what she says happened when they take her to the police station. It was the night before was their anniversary, their romantic anniversary dinner. They went to this Mexican restaurant and then they stopped at CVS on the way home for mixers. That seems funny to me. Can we discuss how unromantic the fluorescent mm. lights of a CVS at 10 p.m. are? Because I've gone to CVS at 10 p.m. You have teenagers trying to sneak alcohol. You have sick people in their pajamas at yep. the pharmacy hacking coughing. And they desperately need their medicine. That's pretty much it at 10 p.m. It's not a pretty sight. It's not somewhere you go in giggling, holding hands. But CVS is the worst because it's not a grocery store. It's not a market. So nothing's on sale. So everything, your mixers that you're buying. Sorry, I'm trying to save them money. Basically is what I'm trying to do. There's lots of things on sale at CVS, but maybe not. In the mixer Definitely department. not in the mixer department because that's it's one of those places they don't have to put it on sale because people come in and they'll pay the dollar ninety eight for the right for the thing of coke they'll pay it right yeah. so they go home and they hop in their bathroom jacuzzi with their drinks which was way more romantic than I would expect from a couple that's been married for thirty two years I was I kind thought, of impressed I thought so too I was I was a little bit yeah that's impressive. So Good. the dogs out were outside and they started barking and Jamie, the husband, goes outside to get them because apparently the neighbors hate the barking. And Sandra thinks that Jamie's kind of been gone for a while. So she gets out of the jacuzzi and goes to the closet. And this is what she thinks happened. She really doesn't remember. She thinks she had a seizure in the closet and then fell asleep because when she has seizures, she says she just basically blacks out and doesn't remember anything after this. The only thing she kind of remembers is that she thought there might have been a car following them home from the CVS. It's very odd. So the daughter, Liz, with two Zs, Fizz, flies home. She finds her mother shaken, and she says she is injured. She has a bump on the back of her head. She has bruises on her wrists, and she has a black eye. The cops have Liz go to the house to look for anything that's missing, and she thinks a lot, a lot of stuff is missing. Money, jewelry, medication. And then she sees her middle school backpack holding an Xbox and jewelry in the garage. I have questions. Did we also mention that the way that they were found was the open door of the garage? Did you mention that? And did uh, I just yes, miss that it? is how the family, uh-huh. I didn't really mention it. That's how the family kind of got in, was this open door that was... And it was the night after their anniversary Correct. that they were found. Yes. So it was a full, like, almost 24 hours well late. no it like was during eight. the day they were going to a lunch with them that's right so, so it, it was like had been like 14 14 hours. hours yeah okay something like that okay all right so liz sees her middle school backpack she's like why is that out and then there's an xbox and jewelry in it like the robbers it maybe it was a robbery and they were going to take it i don't understand why 
she's a she's now 30 so i don't know she has children maybe she lives overseas why is her middle school bat who still has their middle school backpack That's, that was my first question i have no idea first i don't of still all, have my high school back i don't still have my college backpack i couldn't even tell you what my middle school backpack i have looked no like. idea i have no idea you have a different backpack from middle school than high school how many backpacks do you yeah. have just but then why would she know oh that was my that was my backpack. one from middle school that Maybe she was weird. saving it for her children. I'm so Hogwash. confused. Fizz, yeah, explain to us what is happening. Do you want to talk about what the house looks like now or do you want to wait? We could talk about it now. It looks like a tornado. It does, but that could have been the robbery. I don't know how how messy they normally keep their bedroom. There is a lot of stuff askew and clothing kind of tossed. I'm not one to judge. I've said that many times. Neither that if I. people come to my apartment, they will say, there's been a struggle here. Yeah. And there hasn't been a struggle. This is just the way I live. But the bathroom, you would think that where they're going to have their romantic night in the jacuzzi, the bathroom's a mess. But if they're used to it. So what else did she say was missing? She said. Medication. Okay. Jewelry. Mm-hmm. And some money. How much money? I do not know. Okay. But she is suspicious. Liz, the daughter, tells the cops Check out my druggy ex, which is why they mentioned him at the beginning. He had stolen medication from her, maybe from the parents. I'm not sure because he was that kind of guy. So she's... Which you can tell immediately by his picture. Yes. It's 100%. a very clear picture. He, they show the picture first and you're like, oh, that guy's on drugs. Then he goes, well, you had a really hard drug habit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Thanks. We knew that. Yeah. She says, look at my ex. Look at my ex. He's stolen medication from us before. He's a druggie. Then there was this other guy who's a neighborhood guy who was kind of lurking around the police tape and people thought he was suspicious. Mm -hmm. Then Fizz also tells them about her dad's tenant in a rental property who he had had some problems with. And then she says there was also a co-worker he may have had problems with. So Fizz is given the police a litany of people that they need to check out, that it could have been. But the police decide not to do that, and they think it's Sandra. They think it's the wife who was tied up in the closet, barricaded in with the chair. So they thought the whole scene was staged, there was no robbery. They don't think she blacked out or anything. They think in the interrogation she seems kind of cold, distant not really crying too much they thought she was maybe fake crying so mark off fake tears and interrogation on your bingo cards that's a twofer when did they interrogate her was it right after it they was interrog- right after and that's why i kind of okay. feel you really need a doctor there because if she had just had a seizure i would assume she would be extremely disoriented for the next day or two i would think that having a seizure leaves you very confused. Plus, her right. husband had just been murdered. Right. Then she runs into the closet and sees her naked husband. Yes, been murdered. Stabbed a million And times. she's lost yeah. a half of a day of her life that she cannot remember. Right. So I don't know what her behavior is supposed to be like. Right. Her, They think her story is slightly changing. It's very minimal. It's like how long he went to take the dogs and how long before, when he didn't come back. Maybe 15 minutes, maybe 5 or 10 minutes. Then they think, well, there's no blood leaving the house. And an intruder would have left and dragged blood with them. Because I guess intruders are not capable of wiping themselves off. 
No. The kitchen knife is in the jacuzzi, in the water, at the bottom of the jacuzzi, being rinsed off, maybe. I don't know. They can't get any blood or DNA on... Fingerprints, yeah. Or fingerprints on Jamie that match Sandra, or vice versa, which makes no sense to me because they were married and having romantic times, and they were together all night, and they lived together. Mm-hmm. How is there no DNA on each other? That may- I didn't get that. Yeah, that's kind of odd. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me why there was nothing. There would be DNA of you and I if we just spent the night at a restaurant, because touch DNA is just like you brush your arm against someone. There's DNA now. They had spent the whole night together and they lived together. Why was there no, I don't buy it. So one day Fizz is with her mom and she goes to the mailbox and it's filled with lawyers letters trying to get their business. She's like, what do you want our business for? I'm very confused. So she goes online to the website for the county and it says that her mom has been charged with murder. When the police call... Or come and get her? No, she went to the grand jury approved or whatever. She turned herself into the police station. But this was, she, that's how she found out to turn herself in, was the lawyers put all that stuff in her mailbox, and the daughter went online and was like, um, Mom, you've been charged with murder. Oh, is that the order? Yes, I thought that the, the mom order. had already gone in, and the mom no. had just not told the daughter. Not no, told no. Oh, okay. They didn't know. They were both so confused. This and police force, this, I don't exactly, know what they're doing. This is foreshadowing the mistakes that the police make in this town. What They just trust someone to turn themselves well, in? It's also, they just it's not, put it online and go, I hope they check their email. They are charged with murder. No, they go not, to your house. But maybe this is what happens in a big city. It's Houston. It's not a small town. These cops acted like they were in a... And I don't even want to disparage small towns because I've seen some really good small town cops on ID Network who do some really good work. So, and we've seen him on Dateline. Yeah. That's yeah. True. And then she turns herself in. They just kind of, like, she probably yeah. just showed up at the station going, um, I heard online that you were looking for me because these lawyers were putting stuff in my mailbox. So I'm glad I checked my mailbox because I guess I'm charged with murder. So she hires lawyers. They can't believe how thin the investigation is. This southern lawyer guy, he can smell BS from across the room. (laughs) Then we find out that the lead detective, the one who had interrogated her, he had falsified a search warrant in another case and is now under investigation and was forced to resign. Uh And it was a different case. But don't you find it's usually these things go together. It's not something a cop does just once. It's something that tends to be a systemic pattern. So, Do you think it's laziness to push the case through? Yes. I think okay. it's laziness and myopicness because they never... We'll get to later all the mistakes they made. But okay. if he's falsifying on another thing because he didn't want to wait for the warrant or he didn't think he'd get a warrant, so he just signed it and didn't think anyone would notice or care... That shows a blatant disregard for the rules, and it shows he'll probably do other things like that in other cases. So he resigns, and we jump ahead. It's been three years since they first charged Sandra. She got out on bail, so she hasn't been in jail, but it's been hanging over her head. And the DA has to either go to trial or not because she has a right to a speedy trial. And they can't decide if they're going to do it or not in these three years. And this DA woman 
she fully admits that there is no evidence against Sandra, but she thinks her story of what happened is ridiculous. So she decides to go to trial. Why? I don't know. She fully admits to Dennis Murphy she had no evidence. The yeah. only evidence she had was that she didn't find the story believable. So if you're struggling for three years to see if you have enough for a case, you maybe don't have enough for a case. Right, exactly. And if you admit on TV that you have no evidence, that's a problem. Yes. So the prosecutor starts the trial by saying there's zero evidence that anyone else did this crime. Ugh. There's also no evidence that Sandra did it. Correct. Um, they say the crime scene was staged. They say Sandra seemed indifferent in the interrogation and her story changed. They say the neighbors say they didn't hear the dogs barking that night mm. and that they slept fine. I don't know, because I feel like it was only around 10 p.m. Maybe they weren't in bed yet. Maybe they just don't recall her hearing them bark later when they were one, actually sleeping. It was 1 a.m. This all took place at around 1 a.m. You're right, because they were in the jacuzzi for two hours, which is a whole other thing, and we'll get to that. Oh, my gosh. Because two hours in a jacuzzi, that's just nasty. Oh, my gosh. That's like human soup in there. I don't Yeah, like you that. can't be in. Aww. That's too oh, long. Oh, and I have a good story about murder in a jacuzzi. That I can tell for this episode. I've been holding it in. I'm so excited. Okay, oh remind me later. You guys, it's okay. going to be worth it. It is a gem of a story. So, you're trying to get people to keep listening. Yeah, just keep listening, you guys. Just hang in there with us because you're going to hear a story about my friend Robin's neighbor in Arizona. It's awesome. Oh, okay. I can't wait. So the, they also say, the prosecutors say that Sandra's seizures were under control, that she hadn't been having seizures. Now... Mm. Her daughter kind of disputes this. Not, I don't think she does it in the episode, but she did it on – I got it on Twitter or something. She said she had been having auras, which is like, you know, if you're having a migraine, you see kind of fuzzy mm -hmm. halos. And yep. that she had been – Sandra had been – her seizures were under control, but she was ha seeing auras, which is usually like a precursor to a seizure. So got it. they – Say that the motive, because you're wondering why would she do this? They were happily married. They have no evidence of an affair, no evidence of money problems. The motive they come up with is that Sandra wanted a divorce for unknown reasons, but because they are Jehovah's Witnesses, you can't divorce unless there's maybe abuse or someone cheats on you. Adultery, and yeah. he was not cheating. And right. so she would be maybe ostracized in the Jehovah's Witness community. So she thought murder was a plausible option. Now, again, we have seen murder be an option that people take on Dateline over divorce a lot. But usually there's a, an affair involved or money troubles and life insurance involved. Something else kicks them over the edge. It's not usually just, I kind of am not that into them anymore. I have some info. Okay, good. I'm excited to hear it. So... They think that the way she she overpowered Jamie was she got him in a chair for romantic times, for sexy times, and then she stabbed him while she was standing over him. And this reminded me a lot of Sheila Davalu with the gun, with the, I mean, the knife play, you know, the, the blindfolding oh, yes. game. She's like, yes. I'm just going to blindfold you and then touch objects to your skin and you have to guess what they are. This one is a knife and it happens to be going into your chest. Don't so, worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just part of the game. So the defense says that she was clearly injured, even though the prosecution says she wasn't injured. So she was injured because she was clearly attacked. Then this was kind of the OMG moment for me, was there was unknown male DNA 
on the drawer pulls that were all these drawers that were pulled open Mm -hmm. and on the backpack in the garage that had Mm -hmm. jewelry and stuff in it. Unknown male DNA. Mm -hmm. Also, there was a swipe of blood on the handle of the safe that Jamie was seemed to be kind of crawling towards in the Mm -hmm. closet. And the investigators never tested the blood on the handle of that safe. Now, if his wife was attacking him, I don't know why he would be reaching for the safe unless she took his hand when he was dead and swiped it on the safe, which would be really smart if you're trying to stage a burglary to make it look like someone was forcing you to open your safe. But it didn't matter because they didn't test that blood swipe. And I don't know if she's that smart. Maybe she is. I don't know. So the police never brought in the daughter's ex-husband, the druggie, who she repeatedly said... Look at him. He's stolen medication from us before. Mm-hmm. Never brought or his him... friends. Look at his friends. Never brought in the friends. They never investigated the neighbor who was out of jail on burglary charges. Jesus. And was hanging out around the scene. They left a card on his door, like, call us. And then they never followed up. Wow. They just trusted that maybe he'll come in. And then they just forgot about it when he didn't come in. A pair of Sandra's socks from the murder were found in, not in an evidence storage locker, but in a filing cabinet years later. What is going on? Wow. So if your bingo card had incompetent police on it, then you lucked out. Because we haven't gotten to mark off incompetent police in a long time. And I think we can safely do that here. Now, Sandra doesn't testify, but she's very frail. She walks with a cane, so visually she does look very kind of weak and innocent. Um, Now we get to the fun part, the magic. They call her Houdini. We get to look at the logistics of how she was found bound up in the closet with the chair barricading the door from the outside. The chair is wedged under the doorknob. I was beyond, like, excited. I was, how does she do? I don't get magic. I didn't know. I had never heard of this trick. I was very excited to learn a new trick. The prosecutors show a video of the detectives trying it. It's ingenious. Had you seen this before? I have not. Mm -mm. Did you, could you figure out how she would have done it? No, until they told me. But then when they showed it, I was like, oh. Smart. I still don't know if she could pull it off. Well, I feel like you could if you practiced. What you do, in case you've been wanting to fake um, a burglary, who hasn't? Where you're locked in a closet. Yeah. I mean, everyone has. It's that time of year when Mm -hmm. you kind of want to do those sort of things. It's New Year, New You. Yeah. So you wedge the chair under the doorknob, and then you get into the closet. And then from inside the closet, you pull the door closed by pulling a pillow sham or a rug or something under the chair. Place... You have to place the chair tilted back with the back up against the doorknob and on the pillowcase. And then you just shimmy the pillowcase from inside you, the closet. From inside the closet. It's, in, yeah. it's genius. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. They don't specifically say if there was a spare rug or pillow sham. There was. Was I'll there? I'll tell you that right now. Yes, okay. because I paused it to look for it. There absolutely was. And it was torn. And when the detectives Ooh. did the test... The pillow sham that they used tore the same way that that one tore. Interesting. So that's very interesting. I know. Now I'm unhappy. I knew you would be. 
because I could tell when how you've been going with this, what your opinion is of this. No, case. I don't have an opinion. I think okay. I don't know what happened. That's, That's a, kind of a bummer. Yes, and you see it very clearly in the pictures, and also why? So uh, otherwise, why is there a pillowcase? Just... Well, you saw that bedroom and you commented on how messy it was yeah so it's confusing because it's like well is the rip pillowcase there just because they're a mess but i don't yeah so it's there though it's very interesting it's a thing yeah um so then this this da who i kind of hate i want to be pro her because like yay women in power but she's kind of an i really just don't like that she went for this case knowing she had no evidence and she but you don't think that maybe she went for it just because it smelled so wrong to her she was like this is a rat it's i smell it's a rat. possible it's definitely possible i mean you just get a bee in your bonnet and you're like something's not right she's not telling the truth then she should have had done more investigation work gone back they and interviewed they people should have gotten more because physical they ha- evidence. still have nothing solid that's true they didn't no, go back and talk to the family they still didn't bring in the boyfriend or the friends or that neighbor. Like, there's yeah. things they could have done even three years later to yeah, to prove rule their out case. other people. Rule and, out yeah. a, look at other people. Yeah. So okay. Dennis right. is asking this DA, how do you tie up your hands behind your back and make it look right? And she's like, oh, that's easy. You just take this tie that's like, it's basically a circle, and you just fiddle around with it. That's all you do. I was do. so mad. I was and so it mad doesn't, about that. It, it doesn't, it looks tied, but it's not. It's, she's just wrapping, like basically playing high five with herself, wrestling her arms around, thinking that that makes it look like it's tied up. I, I think what she's doing is you can actually tie it, but all but you she have doesn't to do know is how do, to do it. Is do a figure, right. She doesn't know how to do it. She goes, so you so just do a just, figure eight, and then you just mess around with it. You just and mess I was, around with it. I was so mad. I was like, at least have someone on who knows, that how, to knows how she did it or knows how, not yes. just mess around with it. Because you, you know what that makes me think of? My mom, when you have to knot the, knot the end of a needle, you yeah. thread the needle and then you knot it. What my mom does is she licks her index and her thumb and rubs the strings together. Because she doesn't know how to tie a knot yes, with yes, the thread. Yes. That's what this lady was doing. Basically, yes. yeah, you just lick the palm of your hands <laughs> and rub the rope together. And, and magically, it'll look good enough. I can't. She, that made me mad. I was do like, your don't. research. If you're going to go on Dateline and do a demonstration. Or tell Dennis, I don't want to demonstrate this. But the cops know how to crimes. do it. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, <laughs> she could have, if you don't know how to do it, don't pretend like you know how to do it because we all saw straight through that. Yes. No, that was it, ridiculous. It was nonsense. Okay. So she says it looks like it's tied and it's clearly not. It's like how, let's say you have been kidnapped and you wanted to pretend like you had tied your own things tight, like they make you tie your own things. So you would tie it, fake tie it and be like, I'm all tied up so that you can escape if they let yeah. you tie your own ties. That's what she was mm-hmm. doing. So the police never went and re-interviewed the family that had come and discovered Sandra in the closet that day. And if they had or interviewed them about the ties, they would know that the ties were so tight that the family needed scissors to get them off. So they were actually tied properly behind her back. Really tied. Really tied. I just, whatever you think about Sandra, you can totally think she did it. The investigators and the DA did just terrible crap jobs, I think. There was also a weird thing, the way she was tied. It looks like the ties were tied to a hanger, and I really would have liked to have that explained. Was she hanging up with her hands over her head? No. 
It was tied to a hanger. Then I just think it was, but it was behind her back. She was tied behind her back. Oh, but, no, her feet were tied, too. Yeah, but it so, makes me think that the hanger had something to do with it. I want to oh, see like the maybe you could use the hanger. Like no, you could use, but you could use the hanger to tie yourself. You could yes. hang, put your hands up high and do something twisting oh, your hands in and out to you're tie saying them. Use the hanger as a tool to That's fake tie saying. yourself up. Yes, use it as the tool, and then it, you're still attached to the hanger. But I don't know. That was that's interesting. I thought that was. I would like it is to know more about that. I would that. like to know more about that, but we don't get to know more about that. So, so keep going. Shockingly, to me at least, mm-hmm. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Sandra is found guilty. Yeah. Based on I, to me, no evidence. Yeah. So the DA, because then she goes on with Dennis, and she says this woman committed a crime, and justice was served. But 10 minutes ago, you were telling Dennis, you didn't think you had any evidence. You just had a feeling that her story didn't make sense. And now you're saying justice was served. And I'm so glad I did this. And we won. And thank God this woman is off the streets. And all the and really, she really before the trial said she had nothing. She she had nothing. So Sandra gets 27 years in prison. And the whole family is fighting it. The was that right? Is that wrong? Did you're making a face? No, it is right. I I think the 27 years is an odd number. It's 5 years less than their anniversary years? No, just that it's not life in prison. Yeah. For a murder. Well, she's already 60 something. Right, but why even and she's up for parole in 30 uh 2036 or something like that. I saw and I was like, that's interesting that they didn't give her the harshest. The judge did not Maybe the judge definitely didn't buy it. did not impose the harshest sentence, but we'll, So maybe we'll get he to didn't that, buy it. I, I know a little bit about the appeals. So Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they the family's fighting it. The whole family, including Jamie's side of the family, does not think that she did it, I think. Am I right about that? Because they had those cousins on there. I think they were Jamie's side of the family. They, they don't were. Think, they don't I think don't, she did I, it. We don't get a lot of info from them towards the end of the episode. It's frustrating. They, they sort of said, I off. can't believe this happened to her. So I gathered that to mean they did not think that she did it. And to me, that always says something when the family of the victim doesn't jump on that bandwagon of yeah, murder. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. It, the episodes I've seen of Dateline where the family members of the victim side with the one that's still alive that is not their blood relative, that always usually to me feels like it was they didn't do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And usually when it's obvious they did it, the family jumps ship and says they killed their husband, you know. Yeah. So Fizz is sad that her kids can't be with their grandma and that they'll never get to play with their grandpa. And this is why Dennis is enough. And why he's a gem, he brings it all full circle. He says the grandkids will never get to roll their eyes at a gym joke. And it hits you right in the feels. That's why Dennis is enough. Yes, absolutely. Good job, Dennis. Good job, Dennis. Okay, can you tell me some outside info? What do you know? Well, I know that there was a $500,000 life insurance policy. And that actually the the prosecution did bring that up quite a bit in the trial. Why don't it, they show us that? I don't know. I'm I'm really curious about that because it was one of their big motive things. It was that and then the Jehovah Witness uh, divorce thing. So, interesting. It seemed like they were doing pretty well money-wise. Was there a need for that money? I don't was know because, yeah, he, they invested in real estate and things like that. Yeah, so, I don't had... know. Yeah, they don't really bring that up at like all. why she would suddenly need that money. 
Right. And the, they never found an affair or anything like that. No. I mean, the only thing that they sort of hint at at the beginning is that she's really sick. She obviously has the constellation of ailments. And then, is that what it was? Constellation of ailments? Something like or that. Or sicknesses, yeah. And then... What I have. Yes, and then but he he's doing his, I'm going to be really healthy and work out and get fit and do all that. So there See, is now, that sort of this juxtaposition is there. exactly like the Mormons in Utah with the secrets in um, Pleasant Grove, whatever, with the mom in the bathtub. The dad was going through the midlife crisis, killed the mom. It's, hmm. Why would it be the sick one that would yeah. kill... Also, there's another episode of Dateline where they do kill the sick one because they were tired of taking care of them and they figured yes. if they just die, then I get the money and we don't have to take care of them anymore and I put mm-hmm. them out of their misery. Not that Sandra was that sick. She wasn't that Awful. sick. But but no. so I just don't understand how that makes sense, that it would be the sick one that would go, I'm jealous that he's now a vegetarian and in, in shape. So, Well, a lot of the things, okay, so let's go through the things that, don't oh the other outside information i have is that the one of the appeals just total side note i guess the jury was doing their own experiments in the room and i think that's not allowed oh i think they were trying to figure out if you could tie yourself up and stuff like that they were yeah you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to do that and so they were conducting experiments and i think that's one of the major things of their appeal so that's interesting. But I would probably try to do that in this case. I would definitely go home and try to do an experiment. There was another one where jurors were doing it at home and they were yeah. gotten in trouble. You're not, yeah. you're not supposed to do it. <gasps> right. Interesting. So, I know. I thought that was good. Um, but I would try it too. If I could walk into my closet, if it wasn't so filled with clothes that I never wear uh-huh. and don't fit me anymore, if I could do that, <laughs> I would try it. I would like to try this experiment. I might try the I'm chair. I'm very curious. Pillowcase. Okay, I'll try it. I'll try to do it. Okay. Um, it also seemed interesting to me that it was a really specific chair. It was the chair from the dining room set. So let's just break down why we think she did do it and why we think she didn't do it. Okay. So why I think maybe she did is that, first of all, the knife was from the house. And right. generally, if you're going to kill someone or hurt someone, you bring your own weapon, right? Yes. So, unless you think they're not home and you're unless not prepared you, I for guess them. unless you think they're not home. But I don't think there's any way that you would think these people weren't home. Right. It was nighttime. Right? Yeah. Wasn't the um, knife being used to cut the strawberries? Oh, is that what they said? Yeah, I think so. They were cutting up romantic strawberries for sexy time by the jacuzzi. With this giant butcher's knife. That's bizarre. Yeah. So that Sorry. means someone didn't come in with a, a knife or go to the kitchen, get the knife, and then go upstairs. It meant they went upstairs without a weapon and took the weapon that was already there, which is kind of seems hmm. odd. But why? Okay. So again, why would somebody also, why would somebody kill Jamie? This is the reasons why she did it. Why would somebody come in the house and rob and then just kill him and not kill her and just tie well, her Well, these are my alternative theories. I feel like the druggy ex-husband could have a grudge and think that the dad influenced Fizz to get a divorce from him. That's possible. Okay. Then there's the renter who was having a problem with him. There is another dateline where the renter broke into the landlord's house tied them up killed just the dad 
and left the mom alive because the dad was the landlord and that was the one he had the problem with. Okay. That's another dateline and that's literally what happened. And the mom was briefly a suspect because the police didn't understand why she was alive, why she wasn't killed too. Hmm. And I know exactly which episode it is. So that's happened before too. And then we know nothing about this coworker. And then we also know nothing about this neighbor. So you're just giving reasons why she didn't do it. No, I'm just saying other... uh, You said, why would someone kill just Jamie? Yeah. We don't know the dynamics of the ex, the relationship with the ex. And we don't know exactly how serious the relationship with his coworker was. Mm -hmm. And we don't know the relationship with this tenant either. It's very true. Also... They, the police suspect that when she had, if they think she did it, when she had the seizure, they probably freaked out and maybe thought she was dying or dead and then but, left. So they may have thought they did both. But that doesn't make any sense because if you thought that someone was dying, why in the world would you tie them up and put them in a closet? No, that happened first. Oh, that she, that they tied her up, put her in the closet and she had a seizure while she was tied up. Correct. Because what, I mean, it, I would imagine I don't know a lot about seizures, but I would think they might be triggered by stress and Uh what a stressful situation to have men in your house tying you and your husband up. Jamie was tied up, too. So so they were Jamie was also tied up his Hmm. feet and his hands. So they tied up both of them. She has a seizure. They say, oh, my God, she's dying. We killed her. She's dead or whatever. So they leave. They think they killed both of them. Okay. No, I think it makes sense. I don't think it makes sense that there was not anything really taken. I think money, medications, backpack. No, but that was jewelry. Left. That was left there. That was the jewelry and the Xbox. They never the explain about the um, medications or the money. They only said jewelry was in the backpack. How does Liz know who is living across seas what medications are in that house? That's Explain true. That well, to she, me. she she seemed to know a lot about her mom's medical condition, and so she probably knows the medications that she's on for epilepsy and whatever else. I, I mean, don't know. They, I just she, feel like she seemed to drop medical terms like she was a doctor or something. Maybe so she's. But the okay. There's a couple of other questions that I have as to. All right, I I need to know that she was in that closet for 17 hours, apparently tied up. Is this about the bathroom issue? I want to know if she peed or not. That's exactly what I had. I literally was just about to say that sentence. Yeah. Did she? Honestly, that makes a big difference. Because if you're there for 17 hours and they've been drinking wine mm-hmm. in the jacuzzi for two hours, which but Gross. it's two hours is too long to be in a jacuzzi. Just, yeah. you know, the water's lukewarm. It doesn't sound fun anymore. I feel like you're in a jacuzzi for 25 minutes tops. Tops. Any more than that is like you're just, they're just like floating bits of your skin cells. Yeah, just, it's not. It's no, gross. Do, you, do you have the bubbles on for two hours? What's your electric no, bill? No, I don't even understand. But, okay, anyways. But regardless, I think the easiest way to tell that if she had been in that closet and maybe this was brought into it and I just couldn't find it would be if there was urine on the floor. Well, there's some people go for a long time without going to the bathroom. I'm not, not if one you're of drinking them. wine. But there's no way if you're drinking well, wine. She could have gone to the bathroom before she went to the closet to get changed. There's no way. 
She it goes just, once and then... There's no way she goes once. And also, what happens when you have a seizure? Do you lose control sometimes of your bladder Maybe. functions? Okay. I, I don't know. I would like to know the answers. Yeah. Also, but if there wasn't pee, yeah. I would say it's possible she wasn't... She tied herself up right before she knew the cousins were coming over right. for lunch. And right. she wasn't up all night. But I don't think it's necessarily can prove it but if there was p i would think wow she's either really dedicated to this story or she's telling the truth right so i would like to know if there was p or not but these detectives didn't even test the blood smear so they're not gonna comment on if she had p or not okay i'm really glad that you thought of that because i was really frustrated oh i have i have many p questions so my other question is why in the world did jamie get out of the jacuzzi naked and go down to check on the dogs naked. Oh, I didn't think slipping that. on his boxer shorts. You I just didn't pull think on. You just you just pull on your boxer shorts, or you. I like, assumed he put something on, on. like he a robe. Did, he but he was found. But then why would they strip him naked when they I killed just think him? it happened in the struggle. Okay, if well, it then was where just was a robe. the robe in the house? Where did the struggle know. take place? I don't know. See, these Tell, are questions that I... These are these questions. Are, yeah, I don't like this. Unless I also, she did it and she tried to have sexy times with him as a ruse. So I want to know, first of all, what is the time of death on Jamie's body? Right. For sure. I want to know how long he's been there. And then I also... Let me see. I had one other thing. Okay. So I don't think that Sandra, who's walking with the cane and is on what appears to be honestly a ton of medications... In the interrogation and stuff, I, I think she's on a lot of sort of mind alter. Like, she's on a lot of stuff. Uh, do you really think she's strong enough to stab this guy who is in the newly discovered world of working out? He's getting fit. And he's a vegetarian. He- Don't forget. I'm, I feel like he kind of mentioned that to a lot of people. Because when people That's go right. vegetarian and start working out, they love to tell people that they are now vegetarian and working out. So- and I say that as a vegetarian. So you think that he would, she would be able to stab him third, but I mean, I guess if she had tied him to the chair, I guess if she had tied him to the chair, but then where's the bloody chair? Where's the blood? Where's, she would have had to have left the house to dump the chair because the chair would be covered in blood. I don't think, what if she slipped him something? We wouldn't know because I don't know if they did a tox screen on him. Right, Um, right. The stab wounds, we will say were very shallow. They like, did say that. They could have been yeah. done by a not very strong person. There was just a ton of them, but they were little jabs. They were not deep. So that it wasn't like with all of a strong person's force. Yeah. I, we just have so many questions. But you many, see what I'm so saying. Yeah, questions. there's too many so unanswered the thing. questions in this. So here's yeah. the thing. Yes. You can say that her story seems fishy, or you can say, I have an inkling of a doubt, like the DA, and I can't let it go. But yeah. is this conversation not the definition of reasonable doubt right there's no if i was on the jury for this i would not have convicted no. I, I mean i there's wasn't in unknown there unknown male dna right on the drawer pulls that were all pulled out and on the backpack that was well, but found that's what they were the saying thing. is that the the burglary didn't look real because the drawers weren't all the way pulled out they were sort of a little bit pulled out you know two inches so you can't really even see what's in the drawers i have seen that on so many datelines when they say it's staged because they don't pull it i've even seen cops analyzing which way they start from the bottom up right like a real burglars start this way and these were started from the this way so that means that it was fake I don't know what the skill set of these burglars is. 
if they know what they're doing. No, but that's nonsense because if you were a burglar, you're pulling out the drawer. You're, you're rustling through it and you're not taking the time to push it back in, but not all the way. You're not pushing it back in at all. I think I, you just pull it out, put your hand in, see if there's anything in there. No, you're being devil's advocate. You pull it out so you can totally see what's in it. I'm looking right now at my dresser across the room, and every drawer is about an inch to two inches open because I'm too lazy to push it all the way back in. Yeah, you are. I'm, I, I fully am admit it. I but am too. I, but this doesn't look like this room was tossed. It's not right. stuff. Right. You know, yes. I, I'm just there. I'm guarantee you there have been times on Dateline where the police thought it was a staged robbery and it turned out it really was a robbery. There have also been times where it was a fake robbery because people that seems to be the go to. Let's make yeah. it look like a robbery. And after all these Datelines, you should yeah. know how to do it right. Pull yeah, the drawer it, completely people. out. And don't leave valuable things behind because that's a red flag if you leave like cell phones and cameras. True. So are we just totally, yeah, where was her purse? I don't know. Another question. See, we're just a a square one. Yeah. This is one of those episodes where we just, we're not going to know. And I'm This maybe could have been a two hour. They could have put that stuff in, but I'm really, I'm not interested enough to have it be a two hour. I'm more mad because they don't have any information because they didn't do it right. That's true. You're right. It's not that Dateline's withholding the information. It's that the police did not do. No. Although, why did Dateline withhold the thing about the $500,000? Which makes me think that Dateline wants us to think she didn't do it. Yeah, that's true. I think they do too. Because why else would they... Because that's their that narrative. Information. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a real reason why we don't sort of towards the end of the episode see a lot of his family, of Jamie's family, of the brother and yeah. the niece. Yeah. Maybe they did think that she did it. They, I guarantee you at least that one girl didn't because she said, I can't believe this is happening to her, to Sandra. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they were shocked by the verdict. At least that one girl. But we don't know if she's the oddball and the rest of the family thinks that he, I don't know. Also, probably both daughters are not Jehovah's Witnesses anymore. And I'm guessing that all like the brother and the other adults are Jehovah's Witnesses and wouldn't be, wouldn't interview. It's possible. Yeah. Why are you not allowed to be interviewed on Dateline if you're a Jehovah's Witness? Oh, I think it's pro- probably not. I don't know. I looked up a bunch of stuff about Jehovah's Witnesses. I was trying to figure it out. They don't do birthdays, right? No, and they also don't do Christmas, which is funny because this takes place two days before Christmas. And I was definitely oh. looking in the house to see if there were any Christmas decorations because I was like, maybe they celebrate it on the sly. Because I think some families might. Yeah. I Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, they don't do, and they don't do blood transfusions. That's interesting. So, B-roll Bonanza, are we moving on? Yeah, we are. We've talked a lot about... Ul- alternate theories which is good because this case is that kind of a case so we can whirl through our things uh b-roll bonanza what did you have well there was lots of just general like sitting Mm -hmm. and uh standing and looking at things in the distance and then looking at intently at something like a phone and then my favorite besides the da walking down this vast and empty courtroom Uh which had no one in it and she's carrying a legal pad, mm-hmm. a full-on legal pad in case you didn't know she was a lawyer. Yep. Uh, we saw the two reporters. This is my favorite. They're in their office, which is like a giant warehouse office with cubicles. And they're at the biggest desk I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then they're both on their laptops because it's 2018 and you do things on your laptops. Right. But they are reporters. So they, they also have newspapers in front of them but 
haphazardly spread out on the table like they were getting ready to carve pumpkins. And I was just, I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand. It was like the casting couch that they do, like the casting sessions where they have the photos of all the people that are involved in the case. The headshots. Yeah, -hmm. Yeah, it was like that, but with newspapers. That's funny. Did you have a quote of the week? Uh, The constellation of ailments was my quote. (laughs) I thought it was amazing because it was you. I was like, oh, that's Kimberly. (laughs) That's me. Um, I liked when the lawyer said, where's the beef? Where's the crime? Jeez. And then he goes, more importantly, where's the investigation? It's oh, where Texas. does where's the beef come from? It's like, Texas. It's Texas. Texas. Yeah, it's Texas. It's a phrase. It was a big commercial. Where's the beef? Is it also because she's he's saying like, where was the beef between Sandra and Jamie? They seem to get along fine. It could have been that. That was actually yeah. That definitely. Could. I think it was more like where's the meat of the investigation. That's what but, I thought too. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, it goes further. Did Why were there any... not any accents? He not, was the only not one. That, many. that one lawyer. Yeah, that was not it. That many. We're in Texas. We don't get. Come any... on, people! I uh, want an accent. Dang it! Uh, did you have any precious moments? I thought the daughter seemed to really love her dad. The daughter and dad and relationship I bet they were cute. was really sweet. It was really really sweet. Yeah, I yeah. bet they were cute together. Did you have an MVP or loser? Yeah, I did. Um, I was really upset that we had a random first responder interview in this. Oh, that lady? Yeah, 10 seconds that we can't get back. and I'm, I'll am i never get that back. And 10 seconds where they could have told us if she peed in the closet or not. Thank you. Except yeah. they don't know. Except they don't know. Again, I don't think it's Dateline's fault. I think it's the police's fault. They didn't check yeah. a, pee, a pee test. That's ridiculous. Just see, you have to take her clothes for invest for DNA. That's well, also, all I know. the minute that you see that there aren't rub wounds on her wrists, but that I thought was there were one. in some photos. See, some of the photos looked like there were wrist marks, and it wasn't. They didn't look zip- very deep, though. They didn't also, look- it wasn't zip ties. No, and they, she's was probably pretty placid. She's probably just sitting there, you know, whimpering. She probably doesn't know what to do. Right. So, so what are you saying? She wouldn't be struggling. So maybe to make she more... wasn't struggling when she when she realized she couldn't do it. She wasn't strong enough to do it. She just mm-hmm. let it. She just sat there. Right. Although they were very tight, they looked like things that were just too tight. Yes. They they didn't look deep like they had been rub, rubbing or scraping like she was like trying she to had get been free. trying to. They get looked them out. like the, it, when you have a rubber band around your wrist and it's too tight. It's just a red mark. That's yeah. all it looks like. Um, and were the dogs not going crazy for 24 hours or for 17 right, hours? Right. That's my other... Where are the dogs? That's weird. Too. Were they inside during the struggle? Maybe he did go outside to let the dogs out and then intruders followed him back in. But why would you follow in a man with a, two dogs? You right, would never exactly. ro- rob a man with two dogs because that's loud and that is not a good idea. Also, with the garage doors that the way they got in, were they pull open they weren't roll up did you see that they seem to be pull open garage doors where you hmm. have handles like french doors oh that's so romantic like, yeah but uh, i couldn't tell because it was a weird picture and i was trying to figure it out and i couldn't is that a texas thing let us know yeah uh, brands unhappy being on dateline and are now associated with murder what you got cvs for mixers yes maybe go also, somewhere please, else please don't go to cvs they must it's have needed expensive. something else. They must have needed one other item 
like antacid and they were like let's go in and get our mixers and something else really unsexy in yeah. the unsexiest place on earth it could have been too because they ate at a place like called i think it was called don cucos they ate at one of it those wasn't don cucos Mexican... that's here we have a don oh. cucos we do i think it was don cucos really that's oh why there's could be more than me. one interesting did you hear that? Yeah. Did the cat just throw something? No, there's nothing. There's no one in the room. <gasps> I know. It's totally a ghost in my room. All that right, sounded everyone, like you're all a ghost threw a marble across the floor. Oh, that's really scary. It's insidious. Ooh. So, uh... Keep going. What oh, else we got? did we talk about the car that followed them home? Like, we never talked about that. So No, we did not. That seems odd to me. They never talk about it. Who? who what, was there someone or did she make it up? I think there was someone. They said the thing that got me is that she said that the car was following really, really. What is that? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what that is. Is there a ghost in your house? But do you hear it keep clanking like someone's dropping it? Jamie? Oh. Is it Jim? (laughs) Is it you, Jim? Jim, is that you? Oh, but knock, knock. Who's there? It's Jim. What is that? Sorry. I was trying to do a Jim joke. (laughs) Oh, my God. What okay. is that? I'm really freaked out. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna hold on. I'm. I'm we're gonna. I'm gonna investigate. I. I can't live like this. It's what too, is that it's noise? Too, it's too terrifying. Are you sure there's terrifying. not a cat in there? If Katie just just disappears right now, is someone at the door? What's happening? It has to be a cat. Okay. You're still alive. All right. It's been solved. It solved. It was not anything exciting. It was. There is a basket of mice, the high table outside of this door where where I record. Oh, not real mice. Oh my god. No, you mean like Sorry. for kitty toys, stuffed mice. Oh my yeah, god, stuffed okay, mice. I really just thought you had a basket of mice. No, and the mice were for scattered all over python. the floor, and there was a tiny little screw that was in the bottom of the basket, and. Ulysses the cat had decided that this was her moment. To bat around the screw. It was kicking it under the door. To sabotage the podcast. To sabotage the podcast. So, sorry everyone. Thanks, Back Ulysses. Thanks, Ulysses. Cheers. So, do you th- so you thought the car, it was important that it was following too close? I thought it was important that it was following too close, but I also felt like it was weird that they'd go straight into sexy time. If a creepy car had followed me home, I would be thinking about it for a minute. No, because I've you've already been at CVS, which mm-hmm. is so unsexy, and you still want to get it on. Nothing's going to stop you. Also, some women like a little danger. It makes them feel sexy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Sandra, like in a Hitchcock- Sandra with. Movie. Sandra with the epilepsy and the cane yes, is not maybe feeling not sexy after someone's fall. She's feeling, yeah, no, she's feeling scared. That's true. That's Anyways. true. Um, Joan Rivers Fashion Police. I only had Dennis in a very bright banana yellow tie, looking very dapper, a little manky. Yes, I liked absolutely. a pop of color for him. Ste- stepping up his game. No. Um, so titles. We get to do alternative titles now. I'm so excited. I have excited. so many. Should I'm so I go glad first? because yeah, because I have two and I'm pathetic. Okay, I'm upset about it. Are you ready? Yes. What do you have at the bottom of the jacuzzi, which is yes. a throwback to Samira Frosh, who was at the bottom of the pool. Yes, that was her episode. Except she wasn't at the bottom of the pool; she was floating on top of the pool. Nothing was on the bottom of the pool, but the drain, sparkly shoe. No, the flip flop I think was on a step. 
It was not a flip-flop. It was a sparkly sandal. Spar- okay, it was bedazzled, because everything she owned was animal print or bedazzled. It was encrusted with crystals. Yes, it was. It was heavy. But it wasn't even at the bottom of the pool. It was like on a step. So nothing was at the bottom of the pool. That title was a lie. But in this case, flat but in this out, case it would have worked because the, there was knife. a knife at the bottom of the jacuzzi. Yes. Yeah. Um, my second title, Where's the Beef? Because yes. here, okay, so it's we got, it's what the lawyer says. Yes. It has a second meaning, which he didn't realize, which is where is the beef between Sandra and Jamie? There wasn't yeah. one. And exactly. then third, Jamie's a vegetarian now. So dun, where's dun, the dun. beef? It's Genius. Perfect. She three way title. That's um, a three way. I'm so happy. That's really good. I'm proud of myself. A, a plus. Thank you. Oh, you're writing down A plus. I got it right on your here. list of a, things that mean nothing. On a your plus, right next to. Oh boy, I got all sorts of stuff. Right next to medication question mark <laughs> and just the word house. That could mean I don't know what that means. I yeah. really yeah med okay. Yeah, these notes are important. These I also notes... have the number 48 written down, so I'm not sure what 48 stands for. Sometimes I listen to podcasts and they talk about the show notes, yeah, but I think the show yours. notes are actually links to other things. And like, Ours you know, would like, be house it's, medication. It's more like a bibliography. This would just be a picture of the notes that I wrote. <laughs> actually, that'd be really funny. We should do that. Yes. Of the notes that I write during the show, which is a lot of arrows, circles, I think you wrote yeah, down exactly. narcolepsy at the beginning. I, I did. I wrote down narcolepsy and Toblerone. <laughs> to- Toblerone is spelled wrong. I wrote down B-roll bonanza for no reason. And then I wrote down tweet and underlined it twice. Okay. That was important, apparently. It was really important. Okay. Yep, you're welcome. Good. I'm really glad these notes are so useful. Like, I'm glad these are not, you didn't take the notes for, like, a seminar for anyone that needed to audit. Like... Oh my God, that is, that looks like a crazy person is, is it drawing so much a worse? map in your brain. It, is it so much worse than you thought it was? It I is just showed so Kimberly much worse. the notes. And it's also in red pen tonight. It's so in it's red pen worse. like blood with things circled and scribbled and with some of them have triangles around them and some yeah, of them have, have rectangles, rectangles around little, them, different trapezoid. shapes. Trapezoid. I don't, under, there's like an equation in there. I don't know what's happening parallelogram good and then arrows like as if one thought is leading to the next but they're not we'll post it okay everyone will like it or we'll lose all of our listeners one of the two (laughs) will happen so i can't wait to find out Uh, my next title is if the hand tie doesn't fit then you must not acquit yes right it's not bad that's genius and it's a play on on not how not because the, the ties. K-N-O-T. You're a genius. Mm-hmm. Even when you're this tired and cannot even keep your eyes open. No, I'm crying because I swallowed I swallowed my soda down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, no. So I've got a teary. I've got a tear now. Okay. Now there's a tear. You have eye fluid? I have eyeball juice. What I ca- is that what eyes. I called it last week? Yes. It's disgusting. It's the worst thing. How Does anybody said anything to you about eyeball it? Eyeball juice. TM, Kimberly. I trademarked it. Okay, well, just that's now. good. All right, good. No, no it's one disgusting. has commented on eyeball juice. They are, are fine with it. And my last one is called Mixers, Murder, and Murphy. I you went did in really above well. and beyond this week you with, did. The, with the titles. 
I'm going to darken the A plus on my paper. It a deserves plus. to be darkened. I'm a so plus proud. plus. Now you have two pluses and it looks like AT&T. Oh, okay. Great. Done. Okay. Your titles. All right. I have Carpe Nocturne for Seizing the Night. That was my big. <gasps> like yep. seizure. Seizures in the night. Uh-huh. Oh, I get it. That was my thing. I was trying to make it fancy and um, Latin. And I'm not sure if, no, I hope no- Nocturne is Latin. I'm going to feel really stupid if it's not. Hmm. It might not be. I didn't take the time to look it up. That's not, that's not good storytelling. Okay. <laughs> then my next one is, this is, this is the piece de resistance. Cain, but still able. Oh, because she has a cane. Because she has a cane. But I don't but know if she still, did it. A, she's we still able to murder. We don't know. So can you add a question mark in parentheses? So then we just do Kane, but still able. There you go. And also ties back to Jehovah's Witness because it's from the Bible. And I think more of these titles on Dateline should have certain enunciations and they could have Lester do it when he's giving you the, yeah. and we now bring you Kane. Yeah. He's a journalist. He could go Kane and still able. Exactly. Like here, I'm writing down Lester, so I'll remember to email him and tell <laughs> You'll him. You'll know okay. what that means. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, are we ready for tweets? Basically, I wait the entire episode for okay. the tweets. Okay, good. I'm ready. Uh, Sean G said, oh, okay. So he's quoting the cousin in the episode who said, she looks like she aged 10 years overnight about Sandra, which is such a dick move. So they find this woman tied up. Her husband is dead and yeah. naked and tied up. And you want to comment, it looks like she's aged 10 years overnight. Of yeah. course it did. Yeah. How Don't she say that about a woman. What, is she supposed to look refreshed? Like yeah, she got exactly. plastic surgery? Well, she had been in the jacuzzi for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> she looked glowing. She was glowing. No, it's not nice to say about any woman. This it's woman's not. been through enough. You don't have to say she aged 10 years overnight. But Sean G thought, she looked younger to me. She looked like Gillian Anderson. That murder was great for her complexion. That's very nice. How sweet is Sean G? And and she did look good. She really honestly... Uh, Elise Yu, the real mystery here is why family members are rolling up on anniversary day following the sounds of mumbles and moans coming from Uh. the master suite. Uh. Great point. So smart. Um, yeah, you don't go towards the mumbles. You go away from the mumbles. They fully could have been having sex. Yeah. You call a million times. You bang on the walls as you go down the hall. Hello, we're coming now upstairs. We're walking up. Put on your clothes, please. Yes, We are coming in. Announce your arrival. If you hear mumbles from the master suite, moans and mumbles, no. Who it's, is this? It's Who sexy time. Elise Yu. Good job, Elise Yu. You are totally right. Nailed that. Yes. Great Nailed point. It. I would say Twitter was fairly mixed. There was a lot of people saying no evidence, but a lot of people saying she was super shady. Why? What's shady, though? I don't know. But the DA thought she was shady. All right. Girl interrupted. Right. I have never met a stable Sandra. Oh, th- too true. Really? Have you had that experience? No, I feel like, though, it's I was t- suspicious with the Sandy versus Sandra phenomenon. Mm. Why you would be a Sandra, not a Sandy. My aunt is Sandra, but I call her Sandy. 
everyone calls her Sandy except right. my mom. Her sister calls, calls her, her Sandra. Sandra? Yeah. So it's like you when you used to go by Kim mm-hmm. and now go by Kimberly. Yes. So your aunt must have gone by when Sandra. Oh, must she have must have gone by Sandra yeah. when she was younger, and that's why my and mom. Now goes that by makes Sandy sense. Sandy, when she went to college and was like, "I want to be like Sandra D." So according oh, wait, to Sandra. Girl Interrupted, my aunt was an unstable possible murderer before, but Who now. In HR. Yeah. Who? Sorry. What does that mean? Sandra sounds like Linda someone who works, works in, in HR. HR. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. So, but now she's Sandy, so she's cool. Yeah. Or San- but Sandra's definitely a manager. Yes. Or yeah. someone Sandy, who has to speak to the manager. Sandy might be in customer service, but Sandra. There you go. Is the general manager. There you go. You've yeah. nailed it. I think yeah, you've. I did. Is that terribly sexist? What we're Why? saying. I don't it's know. Namist. It's namist. Okay. It's not cool. Okay. But there's a lot of things that can be said about my name too. Katie. And there's a big difference between Katie with an IE and Katie with a Y. Yeah. And also yeah. Catherine. All right. Move along. Uh, Barty says maybe Barty. Sandra. Barty on Twitter. Barty okay. be Barty. Maybe Sandra is just guilty of being an odd duck and not shutting dresser drawers on the reg. What? Yeah. That's what right? I say. What did I say? You've made that same point. They could just have been a little bit messy, and that's it. Misty Marie. Sandra had one of the few dedicated men that had never cheated, and she killed him? She killed a relic, a national treasure. That's probably true. One of the only Dateline men, at least, who has not been a cheater. In the Dateline world, true. For sure. There have to be some good men out there, Misty Marie. Yeah. Maybe. Come on. Yeah. Could, was he that great or was he annoying about his, his CrossFit all the time? With the pamphlets. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we've already decided he might have had pamphlets. Yeah, he could be knocking door to door to witness and then because oh. Jehovah's Witnesses do go door to door. They do. Oh. And he could also then Slip be in CrossFit about, pamphlets and Yeah, vegetarian. then doing mm-hmm. fitness on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. witness and fitness. <gasps> Where is that in what? my title? That's his business name. That's his business mantra. I'm so mad. I'm so I'm writing it down though. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Um Jess Rundlet, why didn't Sandra get a jailhouse interview with Dennis? She had to hand write a letter? Yeah, yeah. That was BS. I'm sorry. If you have a spouse that's murdered and you are accused of the murder and you get a dateline episode about you, but you don't get to be interviewed by the host? That's a BS. But we talked about this. I think this is prison by prison. I, I know. Think that this is that rules. Is, it is. It was yes. the rule of the prison. She wasn't allowed to, but she was allowed okay. to write. But I'm still thinking it's not fair. She got 27 years. Let her interview. Yeah. Come on. She could have done a phone interview. Well, I'll take anything. Get your moment in the sun on Dateline. Yeah, You've been through line. enough. It's not moment. fair. It, you, you were robbed, Sandra. Your house might Sorry, have been Sandra. robbed. Perhaps your house was robbed, and now you have been robbed as well. It's not fair. Um, Citizen Janny again. Two hours in a jacuzzi talking and drinking. You're a prune after half an hour. Shady. Yeah. Yeah. You've turned into a 90-year-old person. A full of wrinkles at that point, which is not sexy. How is that? Honey, you look like you'll look like in 20 years. That is so sexy. Pink raisin. Yes, you're a pink raisin. It's gross. And the last one 
Dan Garza 512, getting into a jacuzzi after eating Mexican food is the most unbelievable part of the story. <laughs> I'm just thinking like fart city in there, right? Just a smelly sulfurous jacuzzi. No, because he's on a he's on the fitness trend, so he probably had, you know, whatever. Beans. The, the salad. Beans. Oh, beans. You're right. Vegetarians. Vegetarians, we love our beans. And they can oh, give you gastrointestinal they... issues, which nah, are not they... sexy. They've been married for 30 plus years. Do you think they care about that? They don't care. I was shocked at all this stuff that they seem to have romantic doing, like Sandra and Jamie. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. So I'm a little bit more convinced that she didn't do it than not. I'm leaning mm-hmm. a little bit more towards she didn't. Just because there was so much shady police investigation, bad. There was so much reasonable doubt. There were so many other people it could have been. Yeah. Well, let me do the experiment. Let me do I'll the chair and the pillowcase. A better thing answer and see what after Katie does her work. Uh, things in the news. What do you got? Our Dateline merchandise petition. I want to get to 100, and right now we're at 96. Katie told me she'll only sign if she's the 100th person. So we need a few more, but not too many. Just three. Just so three. Time it just right. Just do they, right. Do you know when you sign what number you are? Uh, that's a good point. So check it first. You Yes, you can see how many supporters there are. So if you see 99, you can tweet us or Instagram us or email us. Date, dateline at gmail.com. And that is our Instagram and our Twitter. So it's mm-hmm. easy to find us. So let it, Or on Facebook. Let us know that you're at, we're at 99 so Katie can be the 100th person. Because if we don't get this and she doesn't get to sign it, nothing will have changed at all. And it won't matter. Oh, and my it, gosh. It really doesn't matter. But I still <laughs> want horrible. it to happen. Yes, we can. Yes, get we can. Get Dateline merchandise. Okay. Yes. Um, in our mailbox, did we have anything exciting? Not really. Um, no, but we did have some concern over the past episodes, getting those up on iTunes. And so just we're working on it. Oh, yes. On iTunes review, Mary D 11023 uh, want to know where you can find old episodes and we can okay. find old episodes on our website which just google a day with datelines the first thing that comes up and you can mm-hmm. download them from the website we're working on getting the rest of them on itunes and i noticed something interesting for anybody listening on podbean that you're not getting them up in time it seems to have there is not- a delay it's not posting the last three so okay oh. maybe maybe that's just that site and we're also working on getting them up on stitcher yeah, so we, we, we know are... you want them. We're very excited that you want to binge old episodes. Yes. We're working on it, but you can find them on our website in the meantime. Uh, we got a donation this week, which is exciting. We did. Jennifer, thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you also, Bob. The My mysterious dad. Bob, Kimberly's dad, because he's a good dad. Because <laughs> he's a good dad. Um, but he was guilted into donating because our neighbor, Barbara, who loves our show and listens all the time, was giving him a hard time because he doesn't listen to his daughter's podcast. So he started listening and he said, I just listened to when you were making fun of East Texas. And Bob, then he gave us champion. money. Um, I might buy a chair with the money Jennifer donated so that I can do the chair test and Ooh. maybe a pillow sham. Okay. I'll lend you a pillow sham. Just get the chair. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So everyone, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 
and convince everyone you know to do the same thing. And make you can make a donation um, paypal.me forward slash date with Dateline. We do have a new friend and her name is Rebecca. And so we, yes. we would love to give a shout out to the Crime Writers On podcast, who I think we will be very shortly appearing in one of their episodes hopefully they don't cut it but they, they might they might cut it i i was a little stiff so we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> not... Kim- kimberly was lovely i was lovely. we were interviewed earlier today and they're gonna put us on the show which is so awesome she she and her husband host crime writers on and also the um these are their stories law and order podcast it's really good they do all oh, the law orders. Like they say in every day, you know, they go oh, law these order. are our stories. These are our stories. These, these are their stories. Such, such a, a good clever title. name. Yeah. Dang. Um, they're awesome. Her and her husband and they have other people on the show and they're crime writers talking about true crime and pop culture. Yeah, so, so definitely check them out too. Yes. If you haven't already, but I'm sure most of I'm sure you have. Already yeah, who are we to recommend them? them? I know. We are just like little ants trying to recommend an elephant for I something. Know. So everyone, that's all we have. Don't don't watch alone. Um, watch with Tova Josefina and a roll of Tolberone. <laughs> watch in your jacuzzi with a kitchen knife and some mixers from CVS. Don't forget the mixers. Maybe they got Tolberone at CVS. Do they carry it there? unsure on that i'll check next time i go question mark question mark toblerone (laughs) night everybody bye everybody